Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, February the 23rd, 2022. It is currently 1045 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the middle of nowhere, Texas, where it's currently 18 degrees. And last night we had ice, a thunderstorm with hell and ice falling. It was crazy. But but I, I made it here. When I woke up this morning and I looked outside, I'm like, okay, there, there's no way we're having church tonight. There's no way. Um, the schools in the Abilene, Texas area, have, they, they've all canceled classes. A lot of things have been uh, shut down. And everything, everything is just crazy. But I thought, okay, here's what I'll do. I I know, I don't think we're going to be able to have church, but I will at least do my best. I will at least do my best to pack everything up and see if I can make it to the church. Now, making it out of the, the residential area where I live, that was a little questionable. Made it to the stop sign got up on the road, made it to the access road to the highway. That was very questionable. Got on the freeway, very questionable. There was basically only one lane you could even drive in. Made it, I don't know how many miles down the road, and all of a sudden it started to clear up. And next thing you know, um, everything was great for the rest of the drive. About halfway here, everything was fine. So I was able to make it to the church, and here I am. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, because everything, is, because I made it here, I'm going to do as many live broadcasts as I can today so that everyone from the church uh, this evening, they'll have plenty to choose from and plenty to listen to. That is the plan. That is the goal. So we're going to do our very best. And I thought we would just start off this morning's live broadcast with having a little bit of fun and doing a review. So welcome, everyone. Um, I hope this proves to be beneficial. I know that's not my typical intro, but that's fine. I, I'm coming to you from the middle of nowhere, Texas, and, uh, well, we've got a lot to do. So are you ready? Okay. Yesterday, finally, Sermon Audio dropped their brand new app, Sermons 2.0. And what I'm going to do today is provide a review of that app, try to tell everyone about it, and uh, give you some some just I'm just going to give you all the information about the app, and here's the reason we're going to do this, all right? I want to make sure everybody understands why we're going to do this, because you could be saying, well, why are you going to take time out to talk about an app? Because this is something that I am very much, very much committed to. There is so much content all over the internet that offers Bible teaching, doctrinal studies, theological studies, church history. There is so much content out there that a lot of times I think either people just like, you know what, there's just so much. I'm not going to go looking, trying to figure out what's good and what's bad. So maybe in many cases, they don't take the opportunity of using all of that content that is available to them. But I think sometimes when you're like, okay, Focus on this one. Go go download that or subscribe to that podcast. When I point people in a specific direction, I think sometimes people are more likely to maybe go check it out. I think others are more adventurous and will just spend hours looking through everything. Others will just be like, you know what? 
I'm not going to waste my time looking for things. And maybe they'll just not use all of the content that's available. There's just so much out there that right there on your phone, right here, in the palm of your hand. I mean, I, I say it every all the time. Basically, you have you have a seminary education in your hand. You have basically all of the knowledge that that makes up church history in the palm of your hand. You have so much available to you. And, and what is frightening, if you think of all of the theological content, all of the Bible studies, all of the sermons, all of the devotional studies, all of the church history lessons, all of that that is available to everyone right there in the palm of their hand. Now, this is just crazy when you think about it. Everyone has all of that content. Yet, if you look at the church today, it's more theologically illiterate than it's ever been, more biblically illiterate than it's ever been, more illiterate of church history than it's ever been. And how can that be? That that just, I don't understand that. And, and the only answer you can come up with is either people just don't care, there's a spiritual apathy, there's a complacency, or people are so distracted by the million of other th other things that are available to them. All of the streaming apps on their television, all of the apps available on their phone. There's so there's a million other things to look at, a million other things to listen to, a million other things to watch that people get so distracted in doing that and then they, well, don't take the opportunity to learn all of the things that is available. There's just so much out there. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many Christian podcasts I subscribe to. There's, just, just to give you an example, there's the Edify Christian Podcast app. That's one app, the Edify Christian Podcast app. They, uh, they advertise, I'd have to go look and see if they still have the same number. I think it's like 1.5 or 2.5 million Christian podcasts available on the Edify Christian Podcast app. They're like, how can you even wrap your mind around that? Like, how do you even like, how do you even process that? I, I don't even know how many podcasts I subscribe to on the Edify Christian podcast app, but there's just so much. So you take that, that's, that's plenty right there. And on top of the Edify Christian podcast app, there's just all of the individual Christian podcasts that are available on every podcasting platform there is. Every podcast app th there is, you can find all of these Christian podcasts. Many of the podcasting apps, uh, Spotify, I believe Apple, there's a number of others that they even have charts for spirituality, theology, Christianity, and, and that will show you the top theology, top Christian podcast uh, currently available, maybe in the United States of America or around the world. Now, yes, many of those podcasts are theologically questionable. Many of them are theologically suspect. Okay, let's just be blunt. Many of them are theologically apostate. There's no way to get around it. But there are, there's plenty of good out there if you will search and look and listen, but sometimes you need help. And to, uh, and top of all, on top of all of that content, then there's sermon audio. Now, if you don't know anything about sermon audio, just, just as the way they describe themselves. Sermon Audio is the largest and most trusted library of audio sermons from conservative churches and ministries worldwide. Every broadcaster on Sermon Audio has to agree 
with the following, okay? If you're going to broadcast on Sermon Audio, every sermon, everything has to be in agreement with the following statement of faith or articles of faith, all right? Now, this is how it's described for Sermon Audio. Articles of faith. Although the site is not affiliated with any particular denomination, we will only carry churches and ministries that are conservative in doctrine and Bible-believing. Every broadcaster must adhere to the following articles of faith, all right? Here is the articles of faith and policy statement for broadcasting on Sermon Audio, all right? Here we go. Number one, the absolute authority and divine verbal inspiration of the Old and New Testaments as the Word of God. That, that's awesome, okay? If you, in other words, you go to sermon, if you're on Sermon Audio and you hear a sermon, you know that the person preaching and, and the church that you're listening to or the podcaster, that they believe in the absolute authority and divine verbal inspiration of the Old and New Testaments as the Word of God. Number two, there is but one living and true God and the God and in the Godhead, there are three persons, equal in power and glory, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Now, that's awesome because you know the people you're listening to are Trinitarians. They're not modalists. They don't believe in Sibelianism. They're not one as Pentecostals that you know that they are Trinitarians. So that gives you some sense of assurance. That's a good thing. Number three, they believe in the eternal sonship of Christ. They believe in the virgin birth. And, and deity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Everyone who broadcasts on Sermon Audio has to believe in the eternal sonship, virgin birth, and deity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Number four, they have to believe in the personality of God, the Holy Spirit, and the absolute necessity of his work in regeneration and sanctification and his infilling of the indwelt and his infilling of the indwelt believer for power to live and witness for Christ. Number five, the substitutionary death of the Lord Jesus Christ and his resurrection as the only way of salvation through faith. You have to believe in the substitutionary death and his resurrection. That, 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 these are things that every broadcaster has to adhere to. And so if you're listening, you, you, you have some assurance here. Number six, God has appointed besides the word and prayer, the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper. Number seven, we believe in the spiritual unity of all believers in Jesus Christ and cherish every scriptural expression of that unity. However, we reject the unscriptural attempts at church union by such organizations as the World Council of Churches and evangelical and Catholics together. In other words, they believe in true spiritual unity, but not an ecumenical unity that would compromise truth. That's a good thing. Number eight, they believe in the visible and personal return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number nine, salvation is by grace through faith in Christ alone without the addition of human works. Number 10, and this is so important to me, sermonaudio.com is not open to the dissemination of such distinctive charismatic and Pentecostal views as extra scriptural revelations, Tongues, healing, women pastors, preach women preachers, elders, etc. All broadcasters must adhere to the articles of faith. We reserve the right to remove any sermon, church, or organization that we feel is not in accordance with these articles. All such decisions will be at the sole discretion of sermonaudio.com. All right. Now, 
It's very, and, and they also have a disclaimer. Sermon Audio does not endorse any content submitted to the site by, by any broadcaster. And Sermon Audio expressly disclaims any and all liability uh, to in connection with content. Sermon Audio does not permit copyright infringing content, and we reserve the right to remove content without prior notice. In other words, and that's smart because then they're not saying, hey, we're not affiliated with that broadcaster. So if we don't necessarily like that broadcaster or agree with that broadcaster, we're not affiliated with them, but they still have to adhere, all broadcasters, to that statement of faith. Now, that's on one, on one way, that's a great thing. Yes, because if you see the sermon audio symbol on a podcast, right? If you see the sermon, or if you're on the sermon audio site or app, you know that all of those broadcasters adhere to that statement of faith. That's a great thing. Now, at the same time, I will have to say this. A lot of times Christians get extremely upset if someone is on YouTube, if a a preacher is on YouTube or Facebook, and for some reason their content is removed. We will scream persecution and, and it's the end of the world and it's not fair. Just remember, here's a Christian website who, well, guess what? They restrict the content that's available on their platform and can remove anything without any notice. So let's just remember Christian websites have their own, in a sense, you know, standards of what will and will not be allowed on their site. And well, there you have that. But, but at the same time, it's good. So if I'm listening to something on Sermon Audio, I'm, I can be assured, at least to a certain level, obviously things could slip through, that for the most part, that's what I'm going to get. Now, yeah, sometimes I can't speak in anything current, but I can go way back many years ago, and there were times that I would hear something on Sermon Audio and go, what in the world? And go, I don't, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that they know what kind of website they're on. it's a little bit questionable. I think most of the time those broadcasters typically were either removed or they themselves decided to leave. I I don't know. It's not like I I, I made it a, it wasn't my goal or my hobby to go try to find uh, sermons that disagreed, that was in conflict with the statement of faith and then report them, had better things to do than that. But I just want you to know that's what Sermon Audio is all about. So if you've never checked out Sermon Audio, you really should. And the way you can check it out is by downloading the Sermon Audio app. And many people have used the app over the years. But something happened, right? When I first was introduced to Sermon Audio, there was no concept of an app. It was what you listened to on your computer. It was a website you went to. Then they started, uh, Sermon Audio would create a special app for uh, once the phones became more prominent. And they would make a special app for your church. I think I can't remember how much it cost. I felt like it was like $100. And they would make an app for your phone. Um, and then they had the Sermon Audio app. And at that point in time, it, was, it, it, felt, it felt modern. It felt uh, caught up with the rest of technology. In fact, in many ways, you may have felt that they were kind of a step ahead of everyone. But things started changing, all right, slowly but surely. Um, Slowly but surely, things started changing. Uh, podcast apps started appearing everywhere. They were all over the place. Sermon audio, uh, there were podcast apps everywhere. And podcasting, in a sense, kind of became the big thing. I mean, the, I mean, the cultural, kind of a cultural phenomenon. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Well, if you go download a normal podcasting app, 
All right. I don't know. I mean, I've got how many different ones do I have currently on my iPad? Let's just go through these. I have Pocket Cast. I have Overcast. I have CastBox. I have uh, Spotify. I have Procast. I have a Pandora. Uh, downcast. Now, some of those are not just for podcasting, but you get the idea. I mean, I've got so many different ones. And if you download a typical podcast app, you know that there are some basic features that you just come to expect, right? First, you just, you download the app and you just start looking for podcasts and you just follow, subscribe, whatever, how, whatever language they use. You subscribe, follow, and then you'll get notifications every time new content is added. You don't, have, you don't have to go through any major signing up process. You don't, in many cases, you don't have to create an account. And you definitely, for most, now some of the podcast apps, you do have to, you, you have to pay $2 or $4 to download the app. Some of them will do that. Some of them will have a premium level that you can subscribe to. But for the most part, you can find great podcasting apps where you don't have to pay anything. You can subscribe, you can follow to your favorite podcaster, and you'll get notifications whenever they add new content. Some of the podcasting apps constantly check all podcast feeds like every second. Some will check it maybe every four seconds. And so in other words, you're getting the, the latest episodes from your favorite podcaster. That's just kind of the way it works. Well, while that was happening in culture, the Sermon Audio app, I don't, I mean, I, I don't want to be mean here, but it, it really started feeling like it was, it no longer was modern. It felt kind of archaic, out of date, and there was just some weird things about it. Like you couldn't just, you, 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 had, to, you had to create an account, and if you really wanted to follow broadcasters and certain things you wanted to do, you had to pay. So that was weird. Um, and then even the following your favorite broadcasters, it just didn't, it was, it just didn't feel like your typical podcasting app. Now the argument could be, well, they weren't designed to be a podcasting app, but that's how people are going to see it in 2021, 2020, 2022. No, it's an app. There's people placing audio, video content. I follow the ones I want. I subscribe. And then I should be notified when new content is available. So it's a podcasting app. That's, that's really how it's going to be viewed. It's a podcasting app. But it was really falling. I, I, I just felt f- further and further behind. But then rumors started going around. I started hearing that a new app was coming. A brand new app was coming. And yesterday, the brand new app dropped. And it is called Sermons 2.0. It's still in beta, but you can download Sermons 2.0. And so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you how to find it (laughs) because if you're using an Android device, it's not super easy to find in the Google Play Store. I will definitely tell you how to find it there. In the Apple Store, and the Apple App Store, it's easy to find. And that's because Apple is superior in everything. I know I just made all the Android users upset. Okay, but I'm going to tell you how to find it. Then I'm going to kind of take you through the initial process. Then I'm going to kind of walk through some of the features on the app. And then I'm going to tell you what is still missing. <laughs> it's still missing and I don't understand. And hopefully I can, hopefully we can all 
email, sermon audio, leave comments, leave reviews in app stores, that they will make it a priority to fix what is missing because what is missing is just, I'm just baffled that it's missing, but I will explain. So here, first thing you need to do, if you go to the Apple App Store, it's very simple. Just type in sermons 2.0, sermon space 2.0, and then there it is right there. It will pop up, Sermon Audio 2.0, and it says Sermon Audio. It says, our completely rewritten, official Sermon Audio 2.0 app allows you to natively browse and search through the world's largest and most trusted library of audio and video sermons from thousands of conservative churches and ministries worldwide. Some new features include free user accounts. Finally, (laughs) I mean, it shouldn't, that shouldn't that have just been like, it, it should be free for people to sign up and use your app. I mean, that, that should have just been a given. Number two, follow broadcasters, speakers, and series. That's awesome. Favorite sermons, download audio and video. And video. Improved fuzzy search, play history with percentage, powerful live webcast search and filter, faith-based a feed based on followed content. That is, I really love that. Radio and QR scanner, right? Now, so far, no reviews have shown up. I don't think they're probably going to allow any reviews to be posted right now since it's still in beta. But that's, it's easy to find in the Apple App Store. But if you go to the Google Play Store, this is where things get a little, <laughs> a little difficult to find. Let me get, see, do I have the Google Play Store up? Okay, I may have to go open it. All right, here we go. I got I to gotta do this in a browser because obviously I don't have an Android uh, device. Google Play Store. Right, here we go. Now, if you type in Sermons 2.0, you're not going to find it. All right? You're not going to find it. You're going to find some audio books about climate change or climate church, climate world. All right? Uh, so you're going to find some eBooks. Then down under Apps, you will find Sermon Audio Android Edition. So you'll need to find Sermon Audio Android Edition in the Google Play Store. Once you find that, click on it and open it. It's not the right app. It's That's the old app. You're like, well, why am I going to click on that? Because once you click on it, if you scroll down to the very bottom, it says more by sermonaudio.com. And there it is, Sermon Audio 2.0. That's how you find it in the Google Play Store. I don't know why it doesn't show up when you search for it, but you can find it that way. Go to the, go to, see, I'll go back to it. Go to Sermon Audio Android Edition. Once you click on that, scroll down, then it'll say Sermon Audio 2.0. Now I'm, I'm going to see, I wonder if I do a search for Sermon Audio 2.0. Does that work? That still doesn't work. Right? If, you, if you do a search for Sermon Audio 2.0, what you're going to get is, well, Sermon Audio Android Edition. Click on that page, scroll down to the bottom. There you'll find it. It's just very, it's hidden um, on the Google Play Store. So I, at some point, they'll have to get that search uh, feature, uh, that search function working properly so that people can actually find the app. So that, that right there... 
What I have done is a public service announcement. It's worth $25. So I will wait for everyone to send me your money. Okay, I'm joking. All right, so there, there, there you can find it. All right, now once you download the app, it will open up and it will it will say sign in with like you'll have the opportunity to sign in with a previous account or you can sign up. Please sign up. Make sure I think it will pop up about a, 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 a you giving them approval to to track your location or use your location. You'll want to do that because that will then uh, give you. Uh, help you find any lo- uh, broadcasters that are in your local area, any churches that are in your local area. So you want to do that. But please sign up. Not only because signing up, it will give you the ability to follow uh, broadcasters and all of those kinds of things. But definitely do that. Now, I'm going to go here and I'm going to open up the app. Sermon Audio 2.0. Now, the very first thing, you'll when it opens up, you're going to be on the Home tab. All right, at the very bottom, here are the tabs you will see. Home, Discover, Feed, Library, Player. That's on the bottom, okay? And the top left-hand corner, you'll see three little blue lines. That's your drop-down menu. And that's going to give you Home, Discover, Feed, Library, Player, Search, Radio. We'll definitely need to talk about that. QR Scanner and your account. Okay, so definitely sign it. Make sure you sign up, and then that's how everything's going to to show up. Let's go through each thing. Let's go to the Home tab. On the Home tab, you will see at the top what that is, is basically, it's like their announcements, and one will show up, and then you wait a couple, it disappears and moves over, then another announcement shows up. So for example, I'm going to go through these. Vlog. There, so there's the, the sermon audio vlog, their video vlog, uh, joint resolution united prayer that just shows up. And this is just kind of like a, a banner going across tech talk. These are the things sermon audio wants you to see, things that they're promoting, uh, things that are really associated with sermon audio itself, right? Um, you can buy a mountain coffee, Pearl Mountain Coffee. Then there's an announcement for the Church One app and its update. So there you have it. Right underneath that is live webcast. And guess what? Guess who's currently live? Theology Central from broadcasting from Ovalo, Texas. All right. And it shows that currently on, well, we're not doing so good on Sermon Audio. Okay. We're currently, there's, there's only three people listening to us. We're, we're, I guarantee we're doing much better on Spreaker, but that's okay. Right now, if there's a see all button, but there's an, a little red number where it says live webcast that says one, meaning there's only one live webcast going on right now, all right? So that's it. underneath that is the featured sermon. Every day there's a new featured sermon. Uh, the featured sermon are broadcasters who pay, I don't remember how much it costs to be the featured sermon. And then your sermon is put right there on the front page, which obviously, guess what? That uh, gets you a lot of downloads and a lot of streams. So if you want to pay that, it says, see all, see all. And then if you hit see all, all of the recent featured sermons are right there. So that's a great way just to start listening to all the featured sermons. All right. So there you have it. Then underneath that staff picks, staff picks. These are uh, messages that are picked by the staff of Sermon Audio. 
You can hit see all and you can start going through all of the, the, the ones that they have picked, all right? Underneath that is radio. Now, if you click on radio, there are two, VCY America and Radio 24-7. Radio 24-7 is the official sermon audio radio. It has music and then it randomly picks sermons from the library of sermon audio. And when I say random, I don't know if they have it set up just to randomly pick or if they set up like a, a playlist for each day. But whenever you don't know what to listen to, just go over. I'll just give you hit radio. And then this is, there you go. Currently, there's music playing, all right? So when you just don't know what to listen to, that's a great way to do so. Then underneath that, a local broadcasters. You click on see all, you'll see all of the local broadcasters in your area. Underneath that is now all of the ones you follow. So here's all of my follow, broad, all the ones I follow. Here are the broadcasts I currently follow. Dr. Albert Moeller, uh, The Briefing, Ambassador Baptist College, BMA Theological Seminary, Bob Jones University, Central Baptist Church, um, out of uh, uh, Crawfordville, Florida, College Grove uh, Grace Church from College Grove, Tennessee, Detroit Baptist Theological Seminary, Greenville Seminary, Mid-American Reform Seminary, Pensacola Christian College, Puritan Reform Theological Seminary, Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, the King James Bible Seminary, the Worldview in Five Minutes, and then obviously I favored our broadcast just so that we would have it there. And as you see that my focus is on Bible colleges and seminaries because I like hearing what's going on in, in those kinds of institutions because it gives me an idea of where the church is headed, all right? So those are the ones I have favored. Now, what I'm interested to see while I was talking, this is, there are a number of broadcasters who broadcast on Sermon Audio, but Sermon Audio, those broadcasters now basically are podcast. So in a sense, Sermon Audio is now a podcasting hosting site. So I subscribe to many of the broadcasters on Sermon Audio to their podcast feed on other sermon, on other podcasting apps. And so while I was talking, I just got a notification. Where is it? Um, I just got a notification from which, I think this is CastBox. And it was telling me that uh, Ambassador College which is one of the ones I follow on uh, Sermon Audio. Yeah, Ambassador Baptist College, that a new message just dropped. Now, I want you to, this is so crazy. So Sermon Audio is really the hosting site, right? But I, I have already received notification, not from Sermon Audio, but from another podcasting app, that new content is available from that broadcaster. So I'm going to go on my followed broadcasters tab and click on it. And, yep, there it is. There is the new message called the fire of God. Now, the thing is, I think you're already getting ready to see what happens. The new Sermon Audio app, there's no notifications. <laughs> so I don't receive notification that one of my, the broadcasters I'm following just posted new content. Sermon Audio has got to fix that. You should be able to get notifications that the broadcasters you follow Here's, here's the notifications that have to be worked on. 
Any t- you, there should be a way that when you follow a broadcaster, you're notified whenever new content is added or whenever they start a live webcast. That that just that has to be like that to me is podcasting app 101. You've got to have a good notification system. Number two, they should have the ability that you can get notified anytime any new content is available on Sermon Audio or anytime anyone does live broadcasting. In other words, they should have a very open notification system that you can be basically notified about anything or a very specific notification system where you can be notified only for specific broadcasters. And that would be new content and live webcast. Currently, they do not have that. I know it's currently in beta. I'm hoping they're going to change that. So there's uh, followed broadcasters. And then other than that, recent history, it shows any messages that I have been listening to. That's the home tab, all right? Next is discover. Now, the discover tab is to help you discover new things to listen to. I love this. This is great. Um, They have categories. And the only thing I wish they would do here, uh, here's the categories. Audiobook. Bible study, camp meeting, chapel service, children, classic audio, conference, current events, debate, devotional, funeral service, midweek service, podcast, prayer meeting, questions and answer, radio broadcast, sermon clip, special meeting, Sunday a.m., Sunday p.m., Sunday afternoon, Sunday school, Sunday service, teaching, testimony, TV broadcast, video DVD, wedding or youth. Now, that's cool. That's a lot of categories to look at. What I wish they would do is I wish they would allow a discover by broadcaster type. In other words, I go to discover and then I can look for, uh, I can discover all the broadcasters who are Reformed Baptist. I can discover all the broadcasters who are a Bible college. I can discover all the uh, uh, broadcasters who are a seminary. I can discover all the broadcasters who are independent fundamental Baptist. In other words, break them down by broadcaster type so that I can just go through like, there's all the independent fundamental Baptist. And and that should be right there in the discover tab. Those categories are interesting, right? But I mean, some of them like, how many people are going to hop on Sermon Audio and go, I'm going to look for all the messages that are wedding. Like I, that just seems... That seems weird to me. Like, I'm going to go listen to wedding? I, I don't know. That that just seems odd. So uh, the other ones make sense. A sermon clip, that one, um, I don't know why. That seems weird to me as well, that it would be uh, sermon clips, but okay. That's a weird uh, funeral service. Yeah, I don't know how many times I would hop on sermon audio. I'm going to go listen to some funeral services. I don't know. That just seems, it's like some of these uh, categories seem kind of weird to me, but uh, others make perfect sense. Uh, devotional is right here. Um, I, I, am, I am interested how they pull these in. Like, just where does, uh, how do they know these are uh, devotionals, right? Like, what makes these labeled devotional? Is, is something the broadcaster Places in the description. Yeah, because I'm, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't understand how that works. So there's uh, the Discover tab. So it's categories, scripture, that's cool, 
topics. That's awesome. Um, so there you have it. There, there, and then underneath that, staff picks again. Then newest sermons. Now that is a great place to go. Newest sermons. All you do is pull down on the screen after you hit see all and any new sermons that are added will show up right there. So here's what's shown up recently. Book of Jude, number nine, character of believers and of God, deity of Christ in John 14, resurrection and life. Blessed are the peacemakers. Wednesday CG report, uh, the gates of hell. Don't know exactly what that is. Book of Genesis, number 26, adding to the number, ministering to people, facing grief, and you can just go through all kinds of, of new sermons there. So, and again, you would hope that the newest sermons, there would be a way that you could get notified anytime something new was added. Underneath that is newest videos, and then underneath that, newest series, newest series, and then I think if you go, I'm going to look here. If I look for a series, okay, here's, uh, oh, yes. So for example, if you go, if you, uh, if you go under series and you find a series that you want, like here's one called Exploring Romans. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know this series, right? (laughs) Uh, And if you hit follow, then you'll be following that series. Now, the thing is, are you going to get notified when new content is added to that series? You, You hope that there's a notification system that will do that. So there's a series, then there's speakers. You can uh, look at people by name and then broadcasters, see all. And then uh, newest broadcasters, vacant pulpits, U.S. broadcasters and international broadcasters. And then underneath that featured broadcasters or you can search broadcasters, all right? So that's the discover tab, feed. Now here's interesting, feed I'm going to pull down here. Now, see, here's what's, okay. The feed has to be improved. The feed is supposed to give you this new stuff from the people you follow. Here's the problem. Remember the ambassador, a Bible call, Baptist college that I've got a notification from, from a different app. Well, I follow ambassador Bible college. It's not showing up in my feed as a new sermon. Oh, wait, there it is. No, it did. It showed up 21 hours ago. So, so in reality, if, if the Sermon Audio app was sending out notifications, I would have actually received a notification first from Sermon Audio, but I never got a notification. So I actually got the notification from a different podcasting app first, even though it's about 21 hours late. 21 hours ago is when that was published. So it's in the feed. It's actually in the feed. So the feed is working correctly. All right, so that's good. Library, this is all of the broadcasters you follow. They're listed right there. All of the speakers you follow, all of the series you follow, all of the favorite sermons, and anything you've downloaded. And it shows your recent history. So library is great, but again, I want to get notifications for the broadcasters I follow whenever they go live or post new content. In fact, I want notifications for every time a new sermon is added to the Sermon Audio app. That's what I want. Then you have your player, and there you have it. That is the app, the Sermons 2.0 app or Sermon Audio 2.0. Uh, if, if, I, if I was to describe it, here, this is the best way I can describe it. 
And this may make sense to some and may not make any sense. Sermon Audio has something called the Church One app, which you can download. If you just look for Church One, you can download it. It's a generic app. But if you have a favorite broadcaster on Sermon Audio, you download the Church One app and you just search for that broadcaster and you make them your preferred broadcaster. And that basically the Church One app becomes the app for that broadcaster. You will get notified every time they add new content. You will get notified every time they go live. The Church One app, its notification system is one of the best. It's perfect. I mean, it's uh, one of the reasons we're trying to use the Church One app is because I know I can send out a notification and everyone will get it where our podcasting hosting site, Spreaker, seems to never send out notifications the correct way. Now, if, you look, if you've ever used the Church One app for any broadcaster, if you look at the new Sermon Audio app, that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like the Church One app. It's kind of a mixture of the Church One app and the old Sermon Audio app that, that kind of merged the two together. That's what it looks like. It's very, there's nothing flashy about the Sermons 2.0 app. It's not rich in graphics or content. Like if you've ever used, for example, if I go to CastBox, um, which is one of the uh, podcasting apps I use, this thing is beautiful looking. The artwork is gorgeous. If I go to my library, like, I mean, it shows the artwork for every podcast, right? Like right there, there's Ambassador Baptist College, uh, training God's servants for God's service. The, the artwork is beautiful. It's It looks amazing. The Sermons 2.0 app, they did not, they didn't work a lot on trying to make it visually pleasing or visually stimulating. They went for a very minimal, minimalistic approach, very simplistic. But if you're there just to find sermons to listen to, you don't really need all of that other. So I, I got no problem with them going this direction. It's very clean. It's, I think it's, it's user-friendly. I, at least I believe so. I think it's very intuitive that you should be able to immediately navigate and find anything you, you have. The only thing they really need to fix is we need notifications. I want to be notified. I want to be notified when, when new content drops. And I want notifications, like I said, I want, sometimes I may want the notifications on that I'm being notified about every new sermon that drops and every webcast that goes live. I know that may mean the notifications on my device is just going to be going ding, 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 over and over. That's fine. There's times I may want that. Then there's times I may want to be able to easily turn those notifications off and then narrow it down only to the broadcasters I follow only to the webcast started by the, the people I'm following. They've got to get the notifications working because it's, I mean, that's how all podcasting apps work. I mean, I have, I'm telling you, if I just keep sitting here, well, okay, four minutes ago, I just got another notification from CastBox. The Spirit of Adoption, that's a sermon from Sermon Audio. So see, I'm getting notifications about new sermons being added to Sermon Audio from other podcasting apps, <laughs> not from the Sermon Audio app. Do you see how utterly just weird that is? Hey, if I subscribe to the Sermon Audio MP3 feed 
on other podcasting apps, I get notified every time a new sermon is added. If I subscribe, if I have the sermon audio app, I won't be notified. That, that, that just seems weird to me. All right. Oh, wait, I just got notified again uh, from another podcasting app that the BBC Minute has just dropped. Um, and it gives me the biggest news, sports, technology, health, science, and social media, and business stories from around the world. Um, I also just got notified, see here. Um, yeah, I, there's so many different notifications coming in because that's that's how I love it because I want to be kept up with what's going on. So there you have it. I think that answers all the questions. And, and the reason I want this, I just want people to know what's out there. Look, a lot of you listening right now, you already know about it. Great. Um, look, note, please do this though. This is the only way it works. Those using the app need to be the ones contacting Sermon Audio going, hey, what about this feature? And I, get, I think the feature that should be most, maybe, maybe I'm the only one. I think the number one feature that has to be fixed is notifications. I think that's just, I mean, well, in fact, see, I just got another notification. Uh, CB, CBC News, the world this hour. I just, from an, see, all the other podcasting apps, boom, boom, notifications all day long. Sermon Audio, it, it's got, I mean, broad, put it this way. If you're broadcasting on Sermon Audio, you got to pay money to be broadcasting on Sermon Audio, right? You got to pay money. Well, if you're paying money to be on there, you want your content to be discovered. You want people to be notified or at least have the ability to be notified that your content has dropped. On these other podcasting apps, I'm not paying to be on those apps, right? Um, and the, those notifications are showing up. So Sermon Audio has to work on that. That to me is the feature that has to be fixed. I don't know. And the only other feature that I think needs to be worked upon is when I go to Discover, I think they've got Discover by category, Discover by scripture, Discover by topics. I think they need a, a Discover by broadcaster type or just say Discover by type or category, scripture, topics, types. And when I say types is like um, Reformed Baptist, Independent Baptist, Independent Fundamental Baptist, Bible Church, Community Church, all the different, denom or, or just put denominations. There you go. Put uh, categories, scripture, topics, denominations. Or, you know, categories, denomination, scriptures, and topics if you're doing it alphabetically, right? They could do it that way. And then you just go find, they give you the list, you click on it, and there's, the, there's all the Reformed Baptists. Because I, I know, I know whether we like this truth or not, a lot of people only want to listen to messages of basically the denomination that they're a part of because they just want to hear what they know they're already going to agree with. I understand that. So there you have it. That is the Sermons 2.0 app. I've told you a little bit about Sermon Audio. I've told you how to find the app. I've told you a download and a sign up process. And I've walked you through all of its features, what it looks like. And I've told you the things that are missing. If you're using the app, please let Sermon Audio know what you think is missing because that's the way it gets improved. And if it gets improved, that makes it a useful tool for everyone because there's thousands. I mean, look, if I go current, occur, according to, I can find it here really quick. If I go to the Sermon Audio website, according to the Sermon Audio website itself, they, they feature 40,000, over 40,000 speakers, over 2,000, 
million sermons. They've, they've had over 400 million downloads and they average around 2.9 million downloads per month. Over 2 million sermons. Now, if the content's there, I want to make sure everyone out there knows it's there and they're utilizing it for their spiritual growth, their spiritual benefit, their discipleship, and they can share and help and use it to help others. There you have it. And someone uh, just notif- uh, posted in the chat or a little while ago that it was, I don't know how long ago, but it was on Sermon Audio. I don't know how long ago. I'm assuming way back 2012, 11. That's where they found me on Sermon Audio. Um, and so that's that's how people discovered me in the past. So I think there's a lot of broadcasters who want to be discovered in the present. And I think the new app is a major step forward, a massive improvement. Just get the notifications working and an easier way to look for broadcasters by denomination type. And I think they've got a, I think they've got a, an awesome app that I hope will bring more people to using Sermon Audio. Because in my estimation, if you go way back to 2010, 11, and 12, and you look at the numbers that the average sermon was getting downloaded on Sermon Audio, and you compare it to today, it's insane the dramatic difference. I, 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 think, I think every broadcaster on Sermon Audio back in 2010 and 11, maybe even before that, I think, I think everyone was averaging like a thousand downloads for anything they posted. It was like getting a thousand downloads wasn't even, it didn't even require work. It was easy. Now, I think uh, only like the big names get those numbers. I think uh, the average, uh, average one is probably a, maybe a couple of hundred. And I will blame that partially we could talk about the spiritual climate and that that may reflect what's happening. But I think it just shows that the platform, people moved on to other platforms. They, they moved on to other things. And because I think that the app and it was, was archaic, it was kind of old. So maybe this will bring people back and use it and increase those numbers and then uh, get people listening. Because, uh, you know, the average person in 2022 is not going to go, oh, ooh, there's a sermon site. Oh, I want to sign up so I can follow my favorite broadcast. Wait, I got to pay? They're, they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone. Um, because they can go to a million other apps and not have to pay anything. And then they can not only subscribe, they can get notified when new content is added. So that's what Sermon Audio is competing with. All right. I wanted to bring that to everyone's attention today. Hopefully that helps someone. And uh, hopefully we'll see um, more improvements coming soon because remember the app is currently in beta so definitely be patient be patient and if you do contact sermon audio let them know that you understand it's in beta but here is what you would like to see or what you think is missing but be, be, be patient be patient we'll give them a couple of months to get everything worked out all right i'll stop right there we'll be back doing other important studies. Well, I still think that's important because I, I want people to know the app is there, but we'll, we'll get back to our normal broadcasting here in the next 10 to 15 minutes. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.